Welcome to the Toy Rewind Podcast with your hosts, the Brothers Newland. Now, let's talk toys. I am Michael. Boy, oh boy, it's a Lincoln toy. And I'm John. Why, why do you have to do that all the time, John? He's done it because I haven't done anything funny in a while to start off the show. So he's uh, you throw me off, John. You're, you're like you're like Joey from the, the Dorseman, who nobody can follow that. That's the way it works. All right. <laughs> so I'm Andrew, and welcome to the Toy Rewind podcast, uh, where the three of us look back at toys from our childhood, or uh, this week, a little before our childhood, um, and kind of give you a history lesson that uh, something we've learned, something we want to teach you guys, um, and how these toys might have made their way into your household. Uh, so this week, we're rewinding, like I said, a little bit further than our childhoods, especially mine and John's, just a couple years from Michael. Um, back to the mid-70s. Especially mid older than I am, yeah. Yeah, so we're going back to the mid-70s, um, and we're talking about the Lincoln Monsters, um, also referred to as the Lincoln International Monsters. There's a couple different, <clears throat> couple different ways that they're referred to, uh, but obviously released by Lincoln International, so... Um, <clears throat> We're, uh, this, this is just more more monster talk for us coming through through the month of October here. So, yeah, I like monsters. You know what? We should do a, a monster episode next week. Also, <laughs> we'll do that. So, so look forward. We got more more monsters. Uh, you'd think that at some point we'd run out of monster toys, but we just went through a whole list of a whole bunch of them. So, yeah, everybody, hold on to uh, what we're gonna do here. Lots of monsters. All right, John. So you should have next next October uh, taken care of too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we've probably got October taken care of for a few years here. All right. So, all right, John. Where can people find us? All right, our social networks or where you can find us. Uh, check out our website, toyrewindpodcast.com. You can also look us up on crossthestreamsmedia.com. Uh, email us at toyrewindpodcast at gmail.com. Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch is all toyrewindpod. Facebook and YouTube is Toy Rewind Podcast. We stream our Toy Box showcases to uh, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Uh, I can hear my echo somewhere. So, oh, yeah, you get an of, echo every once in a while. But... It throws me. It threw me off. I was like, "Wait a minute, sorry." <laughs> Somebody's gonna hear. Uh, that. They're gonna be like, "What's going on?" Yeah, podcast bingo. You can always play along as you're listening to us and try to get a bingo. Let us know about that. It's at podcastbingo.com backslash Toy Rewind. Uh, and then, as always, check out our uh, collector showcases with our Geek Together uh, friends over on Twitch when we do those, and hopefully get one coming up shortly or here in the next little while. So, yep, trying to get they're trying to get those scheduled out. Lots of fun. Um, we are it, talking about Geek Together. Um, you guys, NYCC just just got over, right? So, um, talking to Damien today, he was giving me some info about Dahlia the Christina's creation. I guess, I don't know how much Damien has to do with creating that. I think that's all her creation. <laughs> and then he just has to do what she tells him to do at this point. 
Um, He's the moral support. Right. Um, she had some at one of the booths there and they all sold out. So props nice. to her on getting that sold out. I mean, there's only like 20, I think it was a 20, 25, something like that. It was a small run, but, uh, still, I think it's pretty awesome for some of our, some of our friends to get stuff like that. I mean, she was on our, one of our showcases. Um, and we got to check out how that, how Dahlia came to be and everything. So I think that's pretty awesome for, for them to do that all the way over at New York Comic Con, which I mean, I would I would roughly say probably the second largest Comic Con in uh, in America. I would I would I would bet to say SDCC is a little bigger, but yeah, so good stuff there. So be sure you follow um, Geek Together and list them because they'll probably be talking about New York Comic Con over the next few weeks. Because I mean, Damien just got back from it. There'll be a lot of good stuff there. So. All right, we are going to jump right into our toy line, talk about these monsters, and uh, we'll come back for some chit-chat after that. So uh, are you ready, Professor? Yeah, let's go. All right, let's jump into it. Okay, so like Andrew said, we're going to talk about the Lincoln International Monster line. A little bit of information about a background on Lincoln International. Um, It was was a New Zealand-based uh, company, um, toy company that had a, had a lot of um, a lot of hits with like TV licensings and and stuff uh, and throughout the 60s. Uh, so they had quite a bit of Batman toys. Um, Stingray was another big one. Uh, if you don't know anything about Stingray, it's a a, a Gary uh, Gary Anderson show. Um, he's the guy that came up with Thunderbirds and Fireball XL5, the the marionette type puppetry shows from from the uh from the uk um he's that he's the head guy behind all those kind of shows from the 60s i think thunderbirds is probably the more more popular one that everybody really knows um but that's a pretty cool uh pretty cool little show that they have with those puppets but the uh so um lincoln international had a had a pretty good run with those licensings throughout the 60s uh like john said their slogan was boy oh boy it's a lincoln toy uh so 1970s uh saw they actually saw a lower uh lower quality of toys and then no interest in purchasing licensing so that through the 70s they really didn't have any licensings or anything to uh so the the um the lower quality toys kind of looked like knockoff toys. I know we talked about, actually we talked about one of these in our knockoff episode. Uh, once I was, I was looking at it, you know, we, we talked about Mr. Rock. Yeah. Um, which, I, I which knew that we were talking about him. Yeah. That imitates Mr. Uh, Mr. Spock from uh, Star Trek. <laughs> uh, so we thought we said it was a knockoff, but it was actually, it was, it's a, it's a real toy that wasn't, that, I mean, they, they pretty much knocked off. Uh, Migos version of, of Spock, so is what that is. But anyway, um, so the the Lincoln also a couple other things that they had copies of. Uh, you know, Lincoln had uh, another line through the seventies. They had a uh, uh, big Jim um, and my notes. Sorry about my, my notes said big big, but it's big Jim. Uh, it's actually he's a copy of Action Jackson. And then they had Thrill Thrill Seekers as well. That was a copy of the Evil Knievel toy line from another company. So they they actually started through the seventies. They actually copied off other 
companies. So I guess you you can kind of say they were knockoffs, but it's a you know it's a it's a high name company that made them. So they were just enough off of <clears throat> the copies to keep it from being a lawsuit or something. Yeah, yeah, they were so. just just a slight difference is enough to yeah. So, but the biggest and most popular series they had in the seventies. Uh, was the Monster series. Uh, it was produced and uh, it was released, first released in 1975. Uh, the monsters were meant to be a mimic of both of the Mego <laughs> monsters and then uh, the Azrak Hamway or AHI um, monsters. Um, even the box art looks like a kid's drawing of the Mego artwork. So if you look at the Mego box and then you look at uh, the Lincoln's Lincoln International's box, the the figure on the box is exactly the same, except the Migo looks like it's professionally done, and the international or the Lincoln International box looks like a uh, a kid drawing of the Migo box, so <laughs> kids copy it. Right. So yeah, so like the the link the uh, Frankenstein, you know, it's got him there and he's got his hand out. Well, if you look at the Lincoln International box, it looks like some kid drew Frankenstein with his hand out. So yeah. So that's that's what they were just off just enough, but it looked almost the same. Um, also, the outfits that were that were on the Lincoln International line also they resembled the AHI outfits. Um, so they they kind of copied both both of those series to come up with theirs. So, um, like I said, they they came out in 1975 was the first release. Uh, there were these were all eight inch tall figures. Um, and were just they were about the same size as the Mingo figures. Uh, they were distributed in the UK, Europe, and North America. Um, the something I found interesting the, the the distributor of this line in the US was uh, Galoob. Uh, yeah, so, I saw that too. I was like, oh look, we got yeah. more Galoob stuff. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't Galoob. They were just a distributor of it. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of before they became. Galoob, the big, you know, micro machine Galoob. So, um, these can be found either in a box or on a blister card. Um, I think the boxes were pretty much exclusive to the UK. Uh, I think some of them were found here in the US, but most of them were, were UK um, uh, over there. Uh, there were seven figures who were officially released. They had the Wolfman, Phantom of the Opera, Hunchback of Notre Dame, uh, the Mummy. Count Dracula, Frankenstein, and then there was a girl victim, um, which was an exclusive to the Spiegel five-pack that they had. We'll talk about that here in a bit. Um, so if we go down the list of them. You got, oh, you got hold on, Wolfman. Hold on, Michael. Hold on. Before okay. we get too far, right, cool. um, I, I want to I talk about these, the boxes just for a minute. Okay, go back to and, the box. And if you're, if you're watching us on YouTube or yeah. wherever you can watch us, I just pulled up this image. Um, this is, this is ridiculous. <laughs> um, if you're listening, um, the, the icon that we use for this episode is the hand drawn or the kid drawn versions of these, the boxes. They, there's, I think there's all six of them on there. Um, I didn't even realize when I did that, that this was going on, um, that they were like this. 
these are like really professional ones and these are the Migo ones, right? And then the other ones. Yeah. <laughs> that Frankenstein. Yeah. I mean, the Frankenstein looks almost identical. The colors and everything, it's just... Well, it the looks Frank like the scar. The scar the goes the opposite side of the face. Yeah, the opposite. Yeah, it goes, <laughs> maybe, from, maybe, goes from left to right, whereas the Migo version goes from right to left. Yeah. Maybe they were looking at a mirror. Um, right. The scar on the inter Lincoln International one. I mean, it looks like he was like, "Oh, here's some uh, lipstick." Right. Down right. The face. <laughs> um, that, these are ridiculous, and it's amazing at the same time. Mm -hmm. Like I wouldn't even have thought the kid version, um, and, because I think the artwork is great. Yeah. For the Lincoln International, I think the artwork is. I just it's a it's a different style. Yeah, um, I think it's more fun. You yeah, know, it seems for the kids and stuff. Whereas, but then if you if you because if you don't know that they're kind of mimicking what's going on over Migo, then you don't you don't realize it. Like because I didn't think about it earlier when I was making that icon. So I just I, I think it's awesome. I like I, I actually like the I mean I like the style of the Migo ones, but I like the Lincoln International ones better. Yeah, I just, I just want to talk about I wanted to talk about how yeah. I like that one better. <laughs> Yeah, the box, those are those are interesting on that. The 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 way they look so much alike, but they're different. So <clears throat> okay, right, so, so we're gonna break back, it back down. Break it down into each individual figure. Like I said, there's only seven figures in this line. Um they were released or not released, but they had um different uh production runs and there were a little bit differences between each production run, uh such as the the color of the 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 the, the color like the head sculpt and stuff like that they kind of changed um like the wolf man you know the shade of the colors on his his hair and is is darker on the first run and by the time you get to the end of the run it's lighter and he's got freckles on his face compared to the first run and it's <clears throat> there are several different uh, variations and i'll mention some of those here <clears throat> excuse me so uh you know like Wolfman, you know, he is actually kind of a, a different kind of Wolfman because he's got a happy, happy face. Uh, we were talking about about what he looked like. He looks like, like John said, he looks like uh, Shaggy in one of the cartoons when uh, from Scooby Doo when when Shaggy turns into Wolfman. You know, he's all happy and he's got the same kind of shaped face as Shaggy does. Um, so it's, it's kind of one of the ghoul funny. school episodes yeah yeah, yeah. he also reminds so he looks like shaggy and um count chocula yeah if you look at count count chocula on the cereal box it kind of resembles you know the, yeah. the coloration is about the same so um a couple of variations on on him uh he comes with his belt he either comes with a uh, uh with a white belt or a gold belt so I did read up on that one, and it's kind of the same as the boxes you said it earlier. The boxes were uh -huh. from the UK, yeah. Uh, and then you're fixing to get into this. So the yellow belt, I believe, is the American version. Yeah, I think the yellow belt came in the carded versions, the blister pack versions, and and then the, yeah. the white belt. It's it's and and you tell the thickness between the belts. The yellow belt is like more of a stringy. Whereas the the white belt is more thicker rope type looking stuff. I, um, I just 
I, I would assume that the white belt failed to one of his karate tests and got demoted. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then I'm sure you're gonna bring it up too, but the difference in their uh, the way they're hemmed with their jackets uh-huh. and stuff, yeah, is yeah. also one that I read was between the UK and uh, United States. Yeah, I think the the more the U.S. stuff was the later production was later in the production run, uh, so they, that's why there's some variations between the U the UK U.S. and the U.K. versions. Um, but all, you know, when you get to the later run, you could tell that you have a later run piece because some of the hems on or the sleeves and then the the pants, the hems on the pants are are more raggedy. They're not as as tailored as the first runs were. The and so <clears throat> you can see that throughout uh, this line, throughout all the, the figures. So, um, so Phantom of the Opera, next one, uh, it was sometimes can be found with the same outfit as Dracula. Um, I don't know why they decided to put him in Dracula's uh, outfit, but they did <laughs> uh, on some of them and some of them didn't. Um, <clears throat> the head sculpt is very close to... Uh, kind of looks more like the Lon Chaney's portrayal of the Phantom of the Opera. Uh, you know, they didn't have the license, the Universal Monster licensing, so they couldn't make it look like like Lon Chaney or or Bella Lugosi and all that, like we talked about last week. <clears throat> so they, uh, um, so but but the this figure for some reason looks a lot closer to to uh, Lon Chaney's character than than others look like the the characters played him. He looks like he um, was holding his breath. Somebody poured a bottle or a bucket of boiling water on his face, and then he screamed, and his face then froze. Yeah. <laughs> so he's so he's he's purple, um, but on the box he's blue. Yeah. But he's very yeah. purple. Yeah, it's more purple. Yeah, uh, the figure itself is more of a purple-looking uh, color uh, shade. And I, yeah. I know the uh, the fan of the opera is supposed to be scarred, but this just looks like it it's like a, just a little bit of a burn, like nothing major, <laughs> just a little bit of a, like like maybe like a one degree. Like if he waited a few weeks and didn't become a phantom, like he'd be all right. Yeah, no problem. You know, and then I mean, he might have some some some. Uh, some lines like some aging lines but that'd be about it mm-hmm. this one also you know the second variation on this has a lighter uh complexion for the face like the the probably the one you're looking at is like a dark purple looking oh, one it's a, it's a dark purple. yeah and it gets it gets lighter as it goes through the production runs the the color gets a little bit lighter um also like i said the this guy he's got short ragged sleeves later on in the run uh, and then lack of ruffles on his shirt. So, uh, like you said, and and I'll mention this with uh, Dracula. Uh, sometimes he comes with ruffles, and sometimes he doesn't. So, um, the uh, so and, and another thing for him, he didn't come. He didn't get added to the line until 1976. So, oh, so he's him, a late bloomer. Yeah, yeah, him, late bloomer. yeah. These came out in '75, and then. Um, Phantom of the Opera and the Hunchback, the Notre Dame, uh, who's next on my list, they both came out in 76. So they came out a year later uh, to round out the, the set. So the Hunchback, 
Um, Lincoln Lincoln was the only company to make a hunchback in their monster lineup. So if you go to Mego or you go to uh, Remco, which we talked about last week, or, or any of those other lines, uh, nobody had a, a hunchback. Which I think in the in the story or whatever, he's actually a good guy. He's not really a monster. He just looks scary, and he's portrayed that way. Um, he. Uh, <laughs> You're trying to be uh, a, a Disney movie here, Michael. Yeah, I guess I guess I am. Yeah. So <laughs> he's not a bad guy. He's only good that this, way. This guy is is inspired by you know by the Lon Chaney again. Lon Chaney portrayed him in the movies, uh, but with a, enough differences to keep it keep the copyright free, so you don't have that those issues copyright issues. Uh, like I said, this one was added to the line in 1976. Um, it's also the the easiest figure to find packaged. And, and did not sell as well, probably because it didn't sell as well as the other monsters. So uh, he wasn't very popular in the monster line. So it, like well, I said, it's easier to find. Two things. Uh, he's too tall. Right. He's the normal size of, a, of any of the characters. He's, he's just too yeah, tall. Yeah, they're, they they're all that same size. Yeah. They should have made him shorter and made him a little more hunchback. Mm-hmm. instead of. Yeah. Do you know how they got... Yeah, yeah, no, I figured they did the hunchback. Yeah, Yeah. I figured Michael was about to get there, so I hadn't got there yet. Um, the uh, um, the only the only major variation uh, is the lighter colored head. So he's in the picture I'm looking at, he's kind of like an orange, kind of orange tint to him, uh, but it gets more uh, flesh colored as the run goes through. Um, like John, John just brought up the hump on his back is actually a little pillow strung to his back. Uh, and, and covered by his robe. So if you take his robe off, instead of the figure actually formed as a as a hump, they just put a little little pillow looking thing on his back shoulder to make it look like he's got a hump. So and sewed it to his shoulder. It, yeah, and sewed it to his shoulder, and that was all. <laughs> it really doesn't even look like he has a hump in the picture that I'm looking at. He just looks like yeah. a Mm-mm. a deformed monk, to be honest, like a <laughs> like Friar Tuck. Yeah, but yeah. but what with an ugly face? Yeah, with an ugly face. There's there's a comedian that that he he looks like to me, but I can't remember the comedian's name. I don't know if you guys. That's not that nice, Michael. But he looks yeah. like some comedian. That's uh, that's not nice. Got got a round head like that, but <laughs> that but mole that mole on the bottom of his chin. Yeah, was, he's got a mole. Yeah. <clears throat> so and a black eye. Uh. Yeah, so no, I think they kind of cheated out of not making the the figure itself hunchbacks, like Jander yeah. said. Even if, if they they could do like an eight inch figure like that, but hunch them over and put that, in, and it it would still be like an eight inch figure, but he's humped over and he looks yeah. shorter, smaller than the others. They could have like, done that, but like had they done this one right, you could have you know repurposed it to be Igor or something. Yeah, you could have done right. something like that. Yeah, you've got. A couple different coming from the same mold or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, also a, co- a couple other things because because Hunchback and then Phantom of the Opera uh, both came out in '76. Uh, these are the only two figures that have uh, copyright symbols on the uh, on their packaging, so they oh, have the 1975 copyrights. So, uh, so Count Dracula is next on my list. Um, this one. Doesn't really. He just looks like a drug addict or something. <laughs> he looks. Me. He looks like. Um, 
Trying to figure out the blue eyeshadow. Yeah, he's got blue under his. Actually, yeah, and it's all around his eye. It's not even under it. It's popped. Too. Well, the figure I'm looking at is just underneath his eyes. But if you look at the packaging, it's got blue all the way around the eyes. So, and then he's got his mouth open. I guess he's supposed to have fangs, but it looks like he's missing a few teeth. Um, he looks like Mimi Mimi Bobek from the Drew Carey show. And with all the extra blue with on the, his face, the, yeah, yeah, the, around the eyes, yeah. So, um, like I said, later runs in this figure as well had the ragged sleeves, um, and then also a variation in the shirts. You either had a plain shirt or you had a ruffled shirt. So that's pretty much the only variations in this one. I mean, when you say plain shirt, he does have a bow tie, like. Uh, yeah, but it's like sewn. a just a flat like a, shirt. Yeah, but then, I mean, he has a bow tie sewn to his shirt, so I mean, it's, it's you know, they yeah. were trying to be and a little the, fancy. The bow tie looks more like a Hitler mustache. It does. Shirt than it does a bow tie. Well, it depends on which one you're looking at, because there's one that looks just blockage, like a block, and then oh, there's yeah. one that looks like lips. I actually, <laughs> I actually like didn't realize block. it was a bow tie on the first one I saw, because I was just like, what is this black block? Yeah. <laughs> It looks like he's a reverse uh, priest, um, but yeah, they this, put the block in the wrong spot. Yeah, this other one I'm looking at, it looks like it's got a little more rounder on the on the black. So yeah, but yeah, most of the pictures, most of the the figures are just a square right there where the bow tie goes. Also, I just want to go and point out these guys need to get a new tailor. Um, none of their clothes fit. No, they well, don't. that was kind of what I was going with the other one because. Their sleeves and stuff for the ragged ones, their sleeves, and then they take the scissors and they cut the little triangles on the ends, yeah. and it made them shorter on the sleeves and the legs. And then you have the ones that are nice and tailored that are the right length and everything of them. So it's kind of it's kind of like they they the, the they fit their clothes at the beginning of the run, and then as they got longer, either the clothes shrunk or the figures grew up and they, they didn't get new clothes or something like that. You know, yeah. <laughs> you don't look at it like that. So, <laughs> they washed the fabric too much and they, tried to get They washed more it and the, they shrunk. Yeah. They're like, so, hey, we need to get more pants out of these. So we're going to make them smaller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If we, we cut a little smaller, we can get an extra couple of pairs out of this piece of fabric. Right. You know? Yeah. So, um, okay. So Frankenstein's next on my list. Um, the like I said, this is something interesting on on his box art on the box. If you look at the name Frankenstein across the top of the box, it says Frankenstein. Yep. It's missing the I. So mm -hmm. whoever was was uh, was fact checking or whatever quality control whatever on on that day, they they missed the 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 spelling on uh, Frankenstein. And it's That's just right. the boxes, not the it's card. It's just the boxes, not the card. Not the list yeah, of yeah. Yeah. Just across the box with the cool box art, the kid drawing on it. Um, it's uh, that's kind of interesting that they they let that slip through like that. So, but like I said, this in the seventies for um, for this line is is um, for the Lincoln International. They they weren't all that cared about. They didn't care much about all this stuff so they just kind of let it slide and they weren't as as detailed as they should have been um so that uh then looking at uh it looks similar to the universal but just a, uh, not quite 
Um, the top of his head is rounder. It's not as flat as the universal Frankenstein. Uh, there's bolts in the forehead um, and not in the neck like the universal Frankenstein has. Um, and also Migo did that as well because they didn't have the, 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 the yeah. licensing. So they put the bolts up above his kind of in his towards his forehead above his ears instead of down below yeah, his, his neck. Yeah. So uh, there's uh, there's variations in the heads where some were a solid green color and then some were a flesh colored that were painted green. So you can actually see on some of these uh, on some of those that uh, the back of the neck didn't get painted. So you, it's still flesh colored. I, so it's not green like it should. I think. OK, so, so that's a variant. Right. But. I don't think it's necessarily could be, a, it should be, they should market this. So you've got Frankenstein mm -hmm. and then you've, or Frankenstein. And then you also got the people that are dressing up as Frankenstein. Frankenstein your Halloween costume. As Halloween. Yeah. So, because obviously if you're going to put that green makeup on, you're not going to do the back of your neck. Like you're going to miss no, that. Uh, so that's yeah. just somebody dressing up as him. Yeah. That's what that is. Yeah. So you got, uh, so the next one, the last monster on here on the line, this, uh, the sixth one here, uh, is, is the mummy. Um, this one is a, uh, kind of a solid white figure, um, the, uh, with the cloth bandage that's kind of wrapped around his body and his arms and his legs. And, uh, I think some of the, I've seen some with a darker bandage. It may be because of time. Uh, they got as they got older, it kind of uh, kind of color colors turned into a browner color instead of white. Uh, the uh, on his face, he's got these large star-like eyes, uh, and then his mouth is kind of like a bloody-looking red stripe across his his face. Um, and there's one version of it where it's just a thin line, and there's another one that looks like he's kind of grinning out of the side of his mouth. Um, which is a little bit different. Um, but the red bandage, the, but the white bandages around them, they've had, they had red splotches all over it, like blood. I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen a mummy movie or a mummy show or, or anything like that, that he was, had blood all over him. It's just, he's just wrapped in bandages. Yeah. So I don't know where, where that came from, but. Uh, it's kind of weird that they got the red splotches all around him, like he's he's he was bleeding when he got wrapped up. Uh, pretty much, the mummy is just a dead guy that's wrapped up. So yeah, uh, yeah. Well, it's on his arms, on his <laughs> chest, and then down his legs. So yeah. I mean, but I want his eyes. So I'm looking at two different ones. One of them looks like they've got the red blood star pattern, uh -huh. and they've got the black. And then the mm -hmm. other one looks like someone just poked his eyes out, and that's where the blood, the red's Yeah, the, the little blood. black spots on his, <laughs> on some of them are, are bigger. Yeah, they make him look like there's big holes in his head. Yeah, um, like someone, but I mean, if he's wrapped up, why would you have the I, eye holes? Yeah, I don't know. He had to be able to see. I guess so. So they poked his eyes out? Yeah, they, <laughs> they didn't want him to see. They were worried, so they poked uh, his eyes out. Yeah, a couple of variations on this one as well. Um, there's a solid white head that was more detailed. Um, it's kind of a thicker plastic. Um, and then there's a more opaque looking head, which is a little bit thinner plastic and the light can shine through it a little bit. Um, 
the uh, the the more solid detailed head is a U.S. version, and then the opaque is is a U.K. version. Um, so that's a couple of variations on that one as well. So, but okay. So, so the 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 weirdest piece of this this uh, release uh, is the girl victim, um, and I, I read. I'm trying to remember what I, I, I read it earlier now and I forgot to, I didn't write it down. The, the company, there was another company earlier. Oh, it was the Aurora, um, Aurora, uh, model kits that for the monsters, they had a girl victim in that and there was a big uproar about it. So they had a recall on that. So they took the, the girl victim away. Well, that was in 1970, 71. So a few years later, um, Lincoln International does the same thing, but there's not really a, a big uproar on this one. They, they stayed. So the the, the strangest, adi strangest addition in this line was a bonus figure added exclusively to the 1975 Spiegel catalog five-pack offering. Um, so they offered, so Spiegel, which is a, uh, a, a retailer similar to a Sears or Montgomery's Wards, uh, Montgomery Wards, um, they, uh, they had a a, uh, a catalog just like Sears and stuff. If you remember that back in the day, they uh, and they had this as a as a offering that they had a five pack offering. So they had Frankenstein, they had the Mummy, the Wolfman, and Dracula. Those four monsters, and then they threw in this girl victim in there. So it's a five pack. Uh, the figure itself is is completely unrelated item from this line. Uh, it's, it's from a line called Miss Maud, um, which is a, a knockoff of the of the popular Don dolls by Topper Toys uh, from the early early seventies. Uh, the figure is a six inch uh, figure, so it's, she's two inches smaller than the others than the monsters. Uh, wears a dated Maud clothing, which was a dress uh, dress with with flowers all over it. Uh, Kind of a 60 style looking dress is what it looks like. That's why it's kind of outdated. This is from yeah. a jumpsuit, not a dress. I think it's a jumpsuit. Well, uh, Miss Maud was wearing a dress. Um, the girl victim is wearing a jumpsuit. Yeah, the girl victim's wearing the jumpsuit. So I, I see where you're getting the dress from. Yeah. But yeah, okay, that's where I got that from. Yeah, so it's like a green and red and white jumpsuit with flowers. And it looks like, it looks like it's uh, mid to late 60s looking thing so that's why it's kind of outdated so what it really is it's a it's an unsold overstock that they had and they just kind of threw it into this package to to add value to this offering so instead of four and, and this offering uh they they sold this set for 6.95 so instead of doing um four figures for 6.95 you get five figures for 6.95 and it probably cleared out all this extra stock they had of this just doll figure that they didn't have nothing to do with with it so they had right. to do something so they just threw it in there oh this is the, the victim that the monsters grabbed you know so but that's that's kind of a it's kind of a weird thing they kind of threw in there and, and she like i said doesn't look nothing she's not a monster or anything like that she's just just a little girl doll that they just threw in to to sell um, now these only came in a, they came in a little cardboard box. There wasn't no packaging or anything like that. It was just a little brown box. 
uh, when you ordered it. So none of this, none of these were packaged when you ordered it through Spiegel. So. So talking prices since you mentioned that. Mm -hmm. So what was yeah, it? I was about 19, to say. 1976 uh, Montgomery Ward catalog. So wait, wait, and, no, uh, before before you yeah. jump into that one, let's talk about this five this five packs since we're right off of that one. Okay. okay. So it's six ninety five. Nineteen seventy six, right? Yeah. Thirty three dollars and forty one cents today. Heard. Is it worth it? For, For five, five five guys. Yeah, I think five that. figures. Okay. All right, John. Now on to yours. So the Montgomery Ward uh, catalog had them listed at three dollars and twenty nine cents a piece, or so fifteen eighty two six. That's a six of six of them, or you could buy three and get them for seven dollars and eighty seven cents for the three. Okay, so fifteen eighty two a piece uh, in today's money, mm -hmm. or thirty seven dollars and eighty four cents for three of them. See, I buy three. I, that that seems high. I mean, even for fifteen dollars for one of these now if it was like migo quality right. or the ah <laughs> ahi quality maybe so but i might still pay the 329 for lincoln lincoln, lincoln international yeah. did not put it much thought into these um they're more in today's dollars they're more close to a six or seven dollar figure to me yeah. than a 15 dollar figure in today's yeah. money so yeah, yeah. it, it seems yeah so I, I'd like to see a little more detail, a little more detail and more thought into more it. Thought, yeah. Like, especially and, like mommy, like, why is he bloody? I, I want to know that. Yeah. And, and, and the, 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 the costumes, the outfits they're in, you know, you mm -hmm. could do a little bit better job than, and, and then you got the hunchback with just a, some little pillow sewed on his shoulder to, to yeah. make him look give like me, he's got a hump. Give me a real hunchback. Yeah. Could have brought his neck down. Push yeah. the shoulders yeah, up. Push shoulder up. Yeah. yeah. And and all these all these pretty much have the same bodies, just the heads are different. So yeah. I, mean, yeah. I understand that's why they kind of but they could have done something a little bit different for the hunchback. But yeah. It's just yeah. So I mean, and and for <laughs> three of them for thirty-seven, basically thirty-seven dollars in today's money, that is that's a that's a bit high. I would I would yeah. definitely do the five pack for what was that six ninety five six ninety five yeah. I mean so that's that's thirty three dollars why not get five of them for thirty three bucks mm -hmm. right like that that seems more worth it to me yeah so yeah we were kind of talking about the Montgomery Ward picture too earlier uh, where they had Batman and Spider Man and Shazam oh, yeah Shazam's <laughs> in it and Superman and the Joker yeah, they're all fighting and they got the uh, monsters <laughs> Green Goblin yeah so you've got all mm -hmm. these superheroes and supervillains fighting mm -hmm. monsters I think I think that's that was that's pretty good little image there <laughs> yeah it's yeah it's definitely not a line that's that would be high on my list then if if me especially if they're you know you got Migo um, I don't know what Migos pricey range was on theirs back then. I have to go back and look, but it's, uh, but I would definitely go over, I'd get something else other than these. Definitely. Especially on that price for that price range. Definitely. 
Um, I was just looking. So, um, you know, a girl victim carded, closed carded for 200 bucks. Um, I mean, that's probably the cheapest girl victim you'll probably find. 200 bucks. Yeah. Didn't you say that the girl victim only came with the five pack? They should have, but I think they also did they were card them later on. on. They probably did, okay. yeah. So, and she's also a six inch as opposed to the eight inch. So she's she's yeah, she's smaller than the others, yeah. Um, and actually, she's actually listed as a Lincoln International Custom Six Inch, the Girl Victim Monsters figure, Migo, I Azarek. So it does say custom. So maybe this is a custom. Yeah, because um, I don't know. But so something like that. The other ones I saw anywhere carded um, for all the ones that I saw were anywhere from 30 to like 60 bucks. Yeah. Um, I didn't actually see any and there may be some in there. I didn't actually see any that were boxed. I saw all the ones that I saw were carded or loose. Yeah, the boxes are harder to, to find because they're more more the first run and they were only UK versions. Yeah, uh, had the boxes. Uh, once they got into second and third run production runs on these, they they went more carded. I think these are still pretty collectible, just not as high as some of the other ones. Yeah, that we've seen, especially when it comes to monsters, like we talked about uh, the ones last week. So with with Remco, so and it is the only the only set that came with the like I said with the Hunchback, but like I said, they they should have done more. He's not really. He's, with, I don't know. He's not really yeah. a hunchback to me. No. Let's uh, let's rank these things. Let's give these boogers a little ranking. So done. Did you say done, John? <laughs> I was like dum dum dum. Oh. Da, 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 da. I was going down the list, and further down I got, I stopped. <laughs> oh. So it's far enough for you. Yeah. <laughs> where, where do you need to, where do you need these? I'm 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 anticipating in this in this range. Yeah, you're about right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm putting I'm putting them I'm putting mine at number eleven. Number eleven? Well, no, I'll take that back. Oh, wait, it's not I number seven. Putting, I am putting it uh right there with big wheel. What is that? 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Number sixteen. It's number sixteen on my list. 16. Yes. Where are you putting yours, John? Uh, let's see. Got dead air. Come on, let's go. Teen. Dead air. 15. <laughs> 15. 15. 15. We're, all pretty, we're all pretty close to each other here. Um, I'm at 19, so right, I put it right under Inhumanoids, right above my pet monster. Um, yeah, these are cool, but not. I was sitting here looking at them. I like the box art. Yeah, that's better like, than I do like the toys alone. The so I, I could, I would rather have the box art. If I'm, if <laughs> I'm going for the toys, I'm going for Rimko's toys, Rimko's monsters. Right. Yeah, um, but the box art on these are pretty cool. You see, I never, I never really cared much for these type of, you know, Mego style dolls, figures like this, the eight inch. You know, growing up, we I, hit, three I was right inch. there in the three and three quarter inch line. Yeah. Is where where I'm at. 
you know, even nowadays, you know, you got the bigger, the taller, what are they, 12 inch uh, lines and stuff like that. I, they don't really interest me none. It's, it's the smaller ones that interest me because that's, that's right in my, my, my growing up range there. So, yeah, these, these taller Amigo looking style ones um, aren't high on my list. Yeah, it's like my turtles back here. Like they're perfect size at their little mm -hmm. their little size. That, that and that three and three quarter inch, perfect size. So, so three and so three quarter inch are, up yeah. to what five inch, five like inch, man yeah, or those are five yeah. inch, yeah, yeah. So I think those are those perfect. Anything bigger than that, like I mean, what do you where do you store them really? Mm -hmm. You put them on a shelf like like Voltron over here, and he never moves. <laughs> he probably needs to be dusted. All right, let's uh. Well, we're going to jump over. Let's just chat for a minute. Let's talk about some fun for all questions. It is Halloween. Uh, we talked mm. about our favorite universal monster last week. Um, and this week we have two questions. We're going to talk about our favorite Halloween um, candy and what's your favorite Halloween costume that you've worn. I think we should go that route. Okay. Um, let's start with candy and we'll get into the costume and let you think about it. So um, if all three of us don't say candy corn, Dad will disown us. Um, even though Dad's the only person in the world I know that actually eats candy corn, I like I like candy person. corn, but it's not a Halloween. To me, it's more fall, uh, and you mix it with peanuts, and it tastes like a payday to me. It's still uh, gross. But it's not a to. I know we got a lot of it in our our uh, baskets uh, bags back when we were growing up, and Dad would confiscate it. <laughs> um, but I never, I never ate it as Halloween candy. Um, so the, uh, I think anything, uh, I think the little, the Reese's <clears throat> peanut butter cups, the little mini ones are probably what I liked best that. And then also the, there's a peanut butter, peanut butter bar. What do you call them? By Atkins. I can't remember what they're called, but they're, uh, I like those pretty good too. Oh no, it's like the brittle, candy. the peanut brittle bar or something like that yeah yeah uh, it's like one of those little square rectangular pieces yeah you know, kind of white okay white and john yeah yeah, yeah that's john, it what's, what's yours uh mine would be anything reese's uh kind of right there with michael on that one but you know there are some of the uh uh toffee taffy things that i like too so so uh, interesting. So as much as I love Reese's and I love those, like I'm just thinking like when we went Halloween trick or treating, um, mm. like if I was going to go get candy now, or I was going to steal candy from the kids, it's probably going to be Kit Kat or Reese's or something like that. But when we went trick or treating, I think my, my one favorite candy was always crackle. Crackle. The, the Hershey's crackle. Hershey's crackle. Yeah. I just, I, I just, I, it was like a crunch bar, basically. Uh, and yeah, so I still, I still go, love them. When we'd go, we'd dump our bags out, and it got sorted. And it had all the candy we didn't like. You yeah, know, yeah. And then, of course, I didn't really... I'm more of a chocolate person than any of the other stuff. Yeah. So I always try to hoard all that. Mm -hmm. So, But I don't um, remember all the other junk and we're upset if we didn't so before before we get off of it because we are we are all a big reese's family we love that um before we jump over to our favorite halloween costume i want to know what your favorite reese's holiday is like the holiday candy is so you know they do the eggs the trees the pumpkins they did footballs this year what's yeah, your favorite i saw one? that uh i guess 
They all taste the same to me, but I would say trees. <laughs> I guess the Christmas tree ones, I guess. Christmas so tree shaped. You're wrong, Michael. John, now that's for uh, your <laughs> I mean, as for those, I would go with the pumpkins, I guess, but so I'm more wrong of the Reese's Pieces. <laughs> so I like the Reese's Pieces more than I do. Both of you are wrong. Eggs are the best way, and it has to do with your chocolate to peanut butter ratio. The the pumpkins and the trees both have little different areas that cause more peanut butter or more chocolate to get added <laughs> in, and it, it messes with the ratio. It's the it's the egg. It's always the egg. The egg wins. The footballs the are close. Round too. I don't see why. The footballs are close. It's got the little the little top on it. Like it just yeah. So just too much a, chocolate. Well, it's the ratio is not right. It's, it's all it's all in his head, and John. It's all in his head. Okay, uh, um, favorite Halloween uh, costume that you wore? Uh, probably my ET costume that that me and John wore one year. <laughs> that mom good. made. Yeah, well, we have a lot of mom made costumes. Um, yeah, we did the turtles. But I think the I think ET. that one's my my favorite one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, I would say, and this one's still a mom made one cause she made the costume, but it was when I was an adult, but my Joker, uh, I think I pulled that one off pretty good and mom made the suit pretty well to where it fit the old style Joker. Yeah. So, um, okay. So when I was 13, I dressed up as Phantom of the Opera and it was the best. It's real simple. It was all black, wore a cape, had a mask. And it was a lot of yeah. fun. Uh, I just had to pull that out because we talked about the Phantom today. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, that is a lot of information about the Lincoln International. Yeah, sorry. I thought for a second I was saying the wrong thing. Um, the Lincoln International Monsters. Um, we need to run through our shout outs. And John, social medias. Which one do you want to do first? Let's do shout outs and then go to social medias um, because, yeah. Um, all right. So like we mentioned earlier, be sure you follow Geek Together and uh, um, everything with them because they do a bunch of cool stuff every Saturday uh, or most Saturdays. We'll say that. I don't want to promise them that they're going to be on. Um, also check out uh, over at Cross the Streams Media, um, all the links to our socials that John's going to go through here in a minute. Uh, links to our Twitter card our merch, anything like that. If you want to support us any other way than just listening, um, please do. Um, you can listen to all of our episodes there. And um, while you're on the CTS site, go and check out some of our partner podcasts, including the Dorksman, the STS guys, the secondary heroes, three beers on a mic, the movie gap, the Dan Aykroyd, the Dan Aykroyd podcast, <laughs> the Burt Reynolds and Charles Bronson podcast, front row negative, the Art of the Boar, and Bearing Ain't Easy. Um, like I said, you can find all that over at crossstreamsmedia.com. Um, we're really excited to be part of the group. Um, you know, lots of good stuff coming. While you're over there on Cross Streams, you can leave us a message, a voice message if you want. Um, I'm looking at you, Dorksman, because I left you guys some messages, and I expect <coughs> you to leave us some messages, but, you know, you do you. Um, also, you can leave us a rating and review over on iTunes. We would very much appreciate it. Um, it's free to you, and what is what is Alex? Priceless to us. Priceless to us. I was trying to steal yeah. it, and I couldn't even remember what the word was. <laughs> uh, it's free to you and priceless to us. So please go leave us a rating and review. That's how we get to the top of of Apple, so people can find us. So please do that. Now, John, list all those uh, social medias. 
All right, so I'm going to go backwards on this one. So please keep up with us and uh, watch out for our collector showcases uh, as we team up with the Geek Together channel to bring those to y'all. Uh, check out our podcast, Bingo. It's at podcastbingo.com backslash toy rewind. I know there's a few bingo squares that I've heard throughout this uh, episode. So please, if you're listening, please play along. Send us your bingo square and send it, uh, email us or something. And we'll send you stickers or something coming up. Uh, Facebook, YouTube is all Toy Rewind Podcast. Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch is Toy Rewind Pod. Uh, of course, you can email us at toyrewindpodcast at gmail.com and then check out our website. It's got everything on there, like Andrew said. It's toyrewindpodcast.com. And then you can also check us out at crossthestringsmedia.com. Awesome. All right. Well, this is uh, you guys have anything we want to add to the monsters? No nope. monster talk. Go do the monster mush. Do the monster mush. Okay. Um, I'm not going to sing. Sean, you can sing. All right. Well, then this is. Uh, everybody off. Uh, this is episode 59. Can you believe we've done 59 episodes? 59. This is episode 59. This, uh, <clears throat> we're almost to 60. A few, a few more, and we can go send. We can go syndication. What is what is syndication? <laughs> if we were, if we were, if we were in the early eighties, we'd go syndication with with sixty five episodes. Sixty five. I was gonna say the sixty five. Yeah, so we got, so we got six more. Episodes. Six more to go. All right. Um, so we need to start. If if you've got a connection for somebody that can help us go get syndicated, please let us know because we are almost there. Uh, please I don't think you need that many now. There's so many shows that only got like six or seven episodes 10 episodes um yes okay so i was i watched dark shadows last night uh -huh. uh, the new movie dark shadows. yeah so it's a, it's a new movie from 2012 um, but it's based <laughs> off of a older sitcom from i think the 60s it was on mm -hmm. for five years guess how many episodes it had from the 60s from the 60s uh, you would think it'd be a bunch from that time period, but no. Well, I mean, just guess how many episodes? Twelve. Five. Had twelve hundred episodes. Twelve hundred. Twelve hundred episodes. Well, you, you had it sound like it was going to be not not as many as it. Should. Yeah. Well, I was expecting it to be like you know nowadays you have a show on for you know five six years it could have fifty episodes or a hundred episodes like well, yeah some of those right. had had but these were right these were like daily episodes then, yeah yeah so, so uh great stuff so all right well mm -hmm. um let's sign off let's get out of here and uh let all of our lovely people listening to us hear our amazing outro you guys anything nothing we want to add okay. nope i'm all good all right, cool. Well, then on behalf of the Brothers Newland here at the Toy Rewind Podcast, play on. You've been listening to the Toy Rewind Podcast. Follow and join in the conversations at toyrewindpodcast.com. has been a Cross the Streams media podcast.